no clue where I'm going to figure it out, but it ain't that hard. And up low where the wind is blowing, the whole damn world is my backyard. Last night I slept on the edge of a mountain, tonight I'll sleep on Sunset Strip. Next week it's down on Cocoa Beach, and then back on the road to the roof, 666. All right, everybody, this is Brandon Bishop. I made uh, Jet Boil coffee this morning. I just ate a burrito that I made from a rotisserie chicken that I got at a supermarket. I just peed in a bottle. I have the nice breeze here in Colorado Springs coming through the door. I got my little flappy curtains on, so you're gonna hear those in the background. You're gonna hear birds in the background. You're gonna hear traffic in the background. Why? Because I'm living in a freaking van, okay? You heard the song. Uh, if you didn't believe me, then just listen. See? Birds. Birds everywhere, birds. I actually had some... Um, of those low carb uh, tortillas kind of turn a little green, just a little bit. I actually forgot they're in there. I, I just, I bought them like twice since then, but they were just a little green and I had to throw them out there for the birds. So the birds are having moldy tortillas and they love them and they're loud about it. They're very vocal about their appreciation and I'm uh, happy for them and I'm glad they could get some use out of my slightly, just slightly moldy, um, Tortilla Factory low-carb tortillas, which otherwise would just end up in the dumpster, which is right behind me. I am from a secret location right now. I'm doing this podcast, and I'll say it's in Colorado Springs. I'll say it's a very good friend's business, um, and they let me plug into the little shop here, and they've a uh, little shop. It's like a campus over here, and I've got internet signal so I can upload this thing. I've got unlimited power. All four of my jackeries are plugged in right now. And I'm um, feeling all right. I'm feeling all right. There's nothing better than having permission, being allowed to be where you're at. That is, uh, that's cool stuff for people like me, for us nomadic types, for us vehicle dwellers, van lifers, whatever you want to call us. Um, yeah, it's really nice to fall asleep and wake up knowing that you're allowed to be there and, dare I say, appreciated for being here. Because I get to play, like, security guard all night here. I have, like, a little, like, badge. I need to make a little badge. Like a shiny golden badge that um, if anybody tries to mess with this place, all I got to do is get out of the van and they'll see the glare from the street lights. I mean, it's daytime right now, but at night is usually when people mess with things. They'll see the glare from the street lights and it'll shine off my badge. Bing! And uh, they'll run away. That's... In a perfect world, that's exactly what will happen. And that really transitions and segues and uh, interludes into what we're going to talk about today for the next however darn long we're going to do this thing. Uh, we're going to talk about self-defense, okay? Now, self-defense for you is going to be vastly different than self-defense for me because I am a walking weapon. Okay, I'm, I'm a little older now, I'm a little chubbier now, but I have done a lot of combat sports. I was a pro wrestler for 22 years. I was a black belt in Tung Sudo, Korean martial arts. I've done everything from, I've dabbled in mixed martial arts and boxing, and I was in the military with the combat training that we had, the hand-to-hand -hand combat training. I've done a lot of stuff with my feet 
elbows, knees, <laughs> head and toes. She wait, what is it? Knees and sh shoulders and head, head and toes. I don't. Are your heads? What, what is that song? Head and shoulders, head and shoulders, knees. And, I I don't remember. I know it was on Barney. Oh yeah, head and shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. <laughs> I love you. Okay, that big purple bastard. I watched so much of that because I have children or had children. They're all grown now, but. Anyway, we're going to talk about self-defense while you're living in a vehicle, whether it's an RV, a van, a car, um, figured out how to sleep in, in a motorcycle. I don't know how you would do that. Maybe have one of those little like side carts, but it's long and it's a bed. That would be cool. I, I, I mean, it's doable. Anything's doable. Maybe you just drive around, you have a tent on the back and you set up the tent every time you stop, which would suck because I hate setting up tents. Um, self-defense is one of the reasons I don't like camping here's the thing i'll retract that a bit i love camping camping is kind of one of my favorite things uh but i hate <coughs> sorry i'm choking on a whatever's left of that burrito in my teeth it just kind of came out and went down my throat and uh, i'm gonna get a sip of coffee here as if i need coffee mm, mm -hmm, mm. god that's good it's, um, I'll get back to self-defense in a second. Um, cause this is way more important. Bostello, there's a Mexican version. There's a, uh, premium, I think Supreme or something version. And then there's just a regular Bostello instant coffee. Couple scoops of that in some jet boiled boiling water with some zero sugar caramel macchiato Starbucks creamer that you can get at Target. Ah, oh, it is, um. I'm just gonna say it's very, it's very good. It's, it's kind of the best coffee I think I've ever had and I've had a lot of good coffee. I've had that Egyptian coffee. I've had Iranian coffee. I've had all the coffee. I've had anything from the, the chains, the Starbucks and all that good stuff. But this stuff that I make, I guess it's a name brand. It's Bustello and Starbucks. And there's two things kind of mixed together that are very popular. Um, but no, this is a really, really good <laughs> coffee. And uh, I just make it here. You get a jar of that instant coffee you don't have to sit there and watch something drip you don't have to sit there and go to starbucks and spend nine bucks a day on that you don't have to do that go i think it's five bucks for a big thing of bostello a big old jar of bostello fits in the van perfectly right under the bed in my little plastic tub right here and uh takes what two minutes three minutes tops for your water to boil in a jet boil and uh yeah you pour it in there, it dissolves. You pour the creamer in there, it's nice and hot. You can make as much as you want. You don't have to say, you suffer for that 20 ounces or whatever they give you at, at the coffee shop. No, 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 no. If, if you want more, you just make more. It's like having a big coffee pot full of coffee every morning. And uh, I'm very, very guilty of that today and just about all days. Um, I have my little flappy curtain on here, if you can hear that in the background. It's kind of blowing in the wind, but there's such a good breeze coming in. I'm leaving that side door open. I had to turn off my um, oscillating fans. I got two of these things from Camping World. Um, one's old and one's brand new, like got it yesterday. And uh, they make different levels of annoying noises, but it blocks out everything. So I got those off, and if I had them on, you wouldn't be able to hear me talk, which might be a good thing, because I am whacked out on coffee right now. Anyway, self-defense, hi-ya! Um, for me, I don't ever, ever want to use any of the skills that I've obtained over the years. 
I don't want to grab somebody's elbow and turn their arm completely around. It's a really easy move, especially because most people set themselves up for that one. I don't want to manipulate their body by their joints. I don't want to take their chin and spin their head around and then uh, basically break their ribs. I don't want to go for the side of the knee. I don't want to fight dirty in order to self-defend myself by going for the eyes, throats, nuts, side of the knee. Um, those are all very good things to know because you never know when someone's going to be just stupid. I don't start things. Yes, I have a tad bit of road rage, which may get me in trouble someday. Uh, even yesterday, there was this guy who was driving 75 straight up to my ass in a 55 construction zone. There's a car in front of me. I can't go anywhere if I wanted to. It's down to one lane, and this guy is losing his mind behind me because I can't fly, apparently. At that point, I start, I just really want to mess with people. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I'm not angry. I hate that guy. I think that guy sucks. I think he's a problem with society. I would love to be able to Thanos his ass and watch him turn into freaking stardust. I would love that if I could do that. I don't care about his family. I don't care about anything. That guy sucks. If he does that, then the rest of it, things that he does to other people in other instances suck. That guy is a piece of garbage and I hate him. And I know, also, if you're a van dweller and you're listening to this, I know that you know what I'm talking about. When someone like, especially when you're driving your house around and someone's riding your ass and threatening everything you have and you want them, basically, you want to end him, you know, or her or whoever it is. You want them gone, snap, done. And I wanted him, I wanted him gone yesterday. And um, the best thing to do, if you can, get out of his way, let him continue to be an asshole, and maybe he'll run into a tree and he'll be gone. Perfect. Great. I don't wish death upon anybody, but he'll be gone from my life forever, and maybe he'll never be able to drive again. That would be poetic justice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I hate those people. If you're one of those people, you're an asshole and I like to punch you in the face and then kick you in the face and then knee you, elbow you, and then twist your head around and do all those other things that I said I, I've learned how to do over the years. Um, I would love to do that. Uh, but you can't really do that anymore because these are the douchebags that carry around the guns and wave them around. I know. I've had a gun pulled on me three times since I've been living, not in the last three months, but since I've done the van life thing part-time, full-time, whatever you want to call it. I've had it three times. Three guns have been pointed at this van from other cars, uh, from pussies that can't defend themselves. Or this, I hate these people. 20 years ago, 30 years ago, we'd pull over, we'd have a nice little fight, boom. Whoever wins, wins. I've won some, I've lost some, it doesn't matter. Uh, afterwards, you shake hands and you maybe even make a friend. I've been there, I've done that a lot of time. I got friends that are still now that... We started off as enemies, and we beat the shit out of each other in the 80s. It, it just happens. Um, and for someone like me, though, I mean, it's probably not going to happen because I really don't like most people. I, I hate to admit that. Uh, but it's most people that cause me not to like them. I don't just wake up every day and go, I hate that guy. No, that guy had to do something to make me say that. And I have a little bit of a temper. I do. And it's not, it, it takes a lot to get it out. It's not a temper where I can just snap and I'm just mad about stuff. It takes somebody being a complete idiot, douchebag, disrespectful piece of shit to make me lose my cool, okay? I just don't lose my cool. I'm calm, cool, collective. I love my life. I'm always smiling. I, I have wonderful life. I do. I have a great van life existence. 
in my little Dodge Caravan. I'm so happy. I really am. I'm so effing happy, okay? But like that guy yesterday. And then um, we get down to two lanes, and there's a big old pickup truck, uh, a pickup truck, a uh, semi-truck with trailers and just a big semi-truck. There it is. So I'm passing him, and he's pissed that I decided to pass him and not get over behind and stuff myself behind this truck so, so he can get over and do 90 in a freaking 55 construction zone. So he's really mad now, and I can see him in the back, and he's just got these stupid dreads on, and he's thumping bass music. I hate him. I hate this guy. Uh, he's everything that I hate, and he was smoking on top of that, so it makes it even freaking worse. All the things I hate are wrapped up in this one piece of shit. There he is. There's the guy right there. You know what I mean? So he pulls up and literally he's riding my ass. I hit the brakes because if you hit me, I get a new van. Sweet. Um, he was driving a decent car, so I'm sure it's insured. And it's just, you know, then he's losing his mind. At the, I can see his arms are flying around. And he's, oh, my goodness. Which makes me crack up. I'm laughing my ass off at him, which pisses him off more. He finally gets upside of me, and I noticed he opened his window. So I'm thinking, like, okay, he's either going to shoot or he's going to throw something or say something. He threw something and hit my van with it. I don't know what it was. It just did a little pink, like a little, and that's it. And maybe it was a coin or something. No damage, nothing stuck on there, nothing gross, nothing anything. Uh, but it was enough to piss me off. It really is. Uh, fuck with my van and see what happens. See what happens to you, buddy. So uh, now I'm on the offense. Bad mistake, Brandon. Why? Why, why am I doing this? Um, because I'm a man and I have those instincts inside of me. And if you fuck with me, you're going to get messed with. Okay, sorry for dropping the F-bomb so much. I'm really working on that. I really am. But when I get excited, that F-bomb just drops a lot. Sorry. Uh, sorry, not sorry. Don't care. Don't listen to it if you don't like it. Um. So he, you know, he rolls up his window. Now he's, you know, heading down the road. I'm now chasing him for like an idiot. Um, no reason for it. I could have just let it go. And I should have. Um, then I, I he, he starts slowing down, like going really slow. So I'm like, all right, well, here's my chance to catch up. You know, then he starts doing like way under the speed limit. I'm like, okay, now I know what he's doing. He's trying to piss me off. But I want him to. I want him to keep up. I want to follow him home and beat him to death with a pipe. That's what I was, that's what was in my head right there. I wouldn't do it, of course, but I wanted to. And I just kind of wanted to live out that fantasy of doing that. Oh, God, am I, I might be a sick fuck. Uh, anyways, I wanted to scare him. And I'm not a small dude, okay? I'm, I'm not a small dude. I have a big menacing look on my face uh, when I want to. I was a pro wrestler for 22 years. Like I said, I can scare people if I want to. I scared this guy when he saw me and I like looking at him, pointing right at him, saying, pull over, you piece of shit. I'm going to... It was all so stupid. It's stupid. It's this male bravado bullshit that... It's, 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 in, it's in that little part of your brain that just spreads when someone is that horrible. And damn it. <laughs> I, I, I didn't get to kick his ass. That's the end of the story. There's no big, no big payoff here. But um, he did that thing where he, like, changed two lanes to, like, get off at the exit so he, I couldn't follow him. I mean, good job. You almost killed somebody in the process, but good job of evading a massively potential ass whooping. Um, and here's the thing. 
don't. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm telling myself that. Don't, I'm telling you that. Don't, don't do that. Don't engage, okay? Let these pieces of shit just eventually pass you. And here's the thing. I didn't intentionally piss them off. I'm sorry I couldn't, like, go off the, where the cones were. I couldn't jump over the car in front of me. I'm sorry, you dumb shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're, you think that throwing something at my van is a good idea. No, dude, there's got to be repercussions for that. There's got to be consequences. That's the way I think, okay? I'm a product of the 70s and 80s and 90s. If you mess with somebody, you get messed with. You pay for your actions. That's the problem with society right now. No, no consequences. People just do whatever they want now. Oh, the police aren't going to come. I'm just going to break into this car. I'm just going to break into this RV. Nobody, there's nothing. And then what do you do? You make a police report. Oh, my God. The police are overworked to death. They don't care anymore, okay? They want a paycheck and they want to go home. That's all they want to do. Maybe they'll get around to it, especially here in Colorado Springs. I can't tell you how many times I've had to call the police because I see cars being broken into like in our old parking lot where I just moved out of or, you know, some stupid shit or some drunk guy in the middle of the street throwing punches at cars where you just go, yeah, there's a guy that's uh, drunk in the middle of the street throwing punches at cars and... Nothing, nothing ever happens. And I wait just to see, just because I think it's fun, kind of, just to watch the cops come and apprehend somebody or whatever or tell them to knock it off. Cops never come in Colorado Springs, so don't call them. They just, you have to be able to defend yourself, okay? That, that's where all of this is going. You have to be able to defend yourself. How? Again, me I'm a 255-pound man. I've been in combat sports and combat training my entire freaking life. Does that mean anything? No, because the first thing you learn in all of that is there's always somebody who can kick your ass. Always. doesn't matter how big and bad you think you are. It doesn't matter how, if you live in the gym and you, and you live at an MMA school and all this. It doesn't matter. There's a very good chance that I can still kick your ass. And then there's some skinny little 15-year-old kid out there who could get a lucky shot in and lay me out very, very easily. All you got to do is get lucky and hit that right little spot on the chin and you're done. Hit you the right way in the stomach and your organs are all messed up. It doesn't matter, dude. Anybody can kick anybody's ass. Anybody can kick anybody's ass on any given day. Okay. So don't think you're a badass just because, oh, I'm an MMA guy. I like UFC. No, no, you're not. I'm a biker. I got a big machine between my legs that sounds like a fart. I like to wake people up at 8 o'clock in the morning with my bike. Trump. No, you're not cool. You're not a badass. You're just a human being who can be dealt with. Okay? So don't rely. What I'm getting at here is don't rely on just stepping out of your van and fighting. Again, people are pussies these days. They're gonna pull a gun on you. They're gonna have a knife. They're gonna have all kinds of stuff, okay? Don't be the aggressor. Don't be a physical aggressor. Just don't. I know, I know I'm beating my chest right now. I know that caveman instinct inside of me just comes out and I just wanna war, kill, maim. I get it, man. Trust me, I get it. As recent as yesterday, I get it, but damn it, don't do it. And I'm talking to myself, okay? 
I'm talking to myself. I want to see my kids again. I want to see my mom. I want to live this van life for the rest of my freaking life. If that, unless I change my mind and want to do something else. But as far as I'm doing right now, everything's been good. You just can't let these idiots freaking get to you. And they get to me, man. They get to me. And I hate it. Got to breathe. Got to breathe. Okay. Back on track. Back on track. Here we go. Defending yourself. Let's start with me. Okay. Now, I've talked to a lot of van lifers and, uh, I've seen, you know, some will have like, I got a little pepper spray on my keychain. Nice. I got, a, I got a kitchen knife that I use for chopping tomatoes. I could grab that. Cool. I have a, a cell phone. That's all I need. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you say so. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters? You going to call the cops? Yeah. My, my van's being broken into. Okay. Well, uh, where are you? I'm in a, a Cracker Barrel parking lot in Memphis, Tennessee. Okay, well, um, I'm going to go ahead and transfer your call to the proper uh, district. That, that shit happens all the time, by the way, on 911. Um, I'm going to transfer your call, you know, two seconds, three seconds, four seconds later, and every second counts. If someone just busted in your window, they have a knife in their hand or they have a baseball bat or something, and they're stealing your stuff, and, and you're alone in there, and you're like, stop, stop. And you're on your cell phone. Good. Awesome. At least you got that, right? A cell phone is a given. Yes, call 911. Absolutely. Call 911, put the phone down, and then you need to grab something. Don't grab him. He's probably got a weapon on him. Okay? If you grab him, he's going to stab you, shoot you, bludgeon you, punch you, whatever. If they're ballsy enough to break through the window of a van, RV, car, truck, whatever semi, whatever, then they're probably pretty decently accustomed to getting their ass whooped and, and being in fights, okay? So, and, and you're probably not. So don't go for them. Don't grab their hands and try to keep them from stealing stuff. Stuff is stuff. You may love stuff. I love everything in here. Right now I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, maybe all of that combined, 12, $12,000 worth of stuff. And not even including all my cameras and stuff that I use for my television network and all that that's under the bed. I'm looking at about $12,000 worth of stuff, and I don't want anybody to have any of it. That's my stuff. My stuff. Is it worth dying over? No, not at all. Is it worth defending if you can? Uh, yeah. Kinda. Another thing that I can see right now without, um, and I can see everything's within arm reach. I'm in a minivan, okay? So everything's within arm's reach. I can, right now, I can grab a big silver knife. That thing is huge. Wow, that thing is huge. I have my uh, brass knuckle knife, which has like brass knuckles built into it. And those knives are like 10 inch blades. They're sharp as shit. I've nicked myself many times. I also have uh, one, two tasers. I got a long stick taser and I got a short form taser, like a little green thing, whatever. Um, I don't really rely on that one so much, but the big one, will, it's like, what, three million something? What, what are they, the, the watts or whatever? It'll knock you on your ass, okay? Um, <laughs> so I could grab that. That's always within arm's reach. And I have, oh, my bear spray right here. My saber spray, which I've thankfully have never used. 
Yeah, it's still in there. Saber Spray, Home Defense Pepper Gel. This stuff turns your face purple and turns your insides out, man. This will uh, work on bears. It'll work on uh, anything <laughs> that has eyeballs or a nose or a mouth, especially people. Now, don't spray pepper spray <laughs> if someone breaks into your van or your RV. Don't, don't spray it inside the van. That's the dumbest possible thing anyone could ever do. I'm sure it's been done. Um, yes, you'll probably get him, but at the same time, you will destroy your own face. Don't do that. That's stupid. Uh, so what happens? What is my, um, my old school, uh, school fire drill uh, that I do? And to be prepared if someone comes into this van. I also have also one, two, three little knives, and um, I got something else that goes bang, bang, bang. Uh, a couple of those, and they're well hidden, and they're, when I'm in a state, I'm, I have a concealed carry license, so when I'm in a state that it's applicable for, uh, I keep it loaded, and it's under my seat. When I'm not, I keep the ammo in the back, the gun in the front, and it's locked. There's like a lock. So if I needed to get to that gun in an emergency, say in California where you're not supposed to even have that, I would have to grab the gun, open the case, unlock it with the key, go all the way into the back, into this garage back here, and then uh, get the ammo, load it up, cock it, shoot. That's not going to happen. Okay, I've been in Los Angeles recently in the last couple months in a shady-ass Planet Fitness parking lot where there was a massive drug deal and a lot of arguing, and I didn't look. I didn't want people to know what, that I was even in there. It was right next to me. I'm talking like one foot away from my car, and they're all arguing and fighting over money and shit, and I'm like going, oh, my God. God, I hate Los Angeles, and I really do. It's the worst. I mean, there's wonderful things to do there, but get in and get out. Uh, that's We're going to do an episode about probably Los Angeles, maybe the state of California pretty soon and why it sucks to be a living in your vehicle there or just living there period. Um, but that's a future episode. Uh, yeah, I don't have that option. Like right now it's Colorado. I have a license in this state. I have, uh, I bought the gun in this state. I can, both of them, I can, it's sitting right there. If somebody walks up to this van with, you know, and with a knife and threatens me, I know it's sitting right there. I can grab it in seconds and, you know, I'll, hold on. Let me get my wallet. I'll give it to you. Ba -ba -ba Boom. Grab the gun. Point it right at his freaking head. I don't want to shoot anybody, okay? I never, ever in my life would ever want to shoot anybody. It, it, that's the worst thing. That would, that would affect me, someone like me, for the rest of my life. Even if they were a bag of shit like the person trying to rob me or that guy riding my ass. A bag of steamy stanky, fuzzy orange turds. I don't want to kill that guy. I don't. Do I wish their whole life would be shit from that point on? Yes. Oh my God, yes. I think that would be great. <laughs> but I don't want to shoot them. I don't want that on my hands and I don't want their blood and brains in my van. I don't want it on my van. I don't want it near my van. I don't want to deal with the police reports. I don't want to do any of it. It's pointless. It doesn't have to happen. It's stupid. And it's because of them. They did it. But if you make me shoot you and I have to defend myself, I will blow your freaking head off. And then I'll just have to deal with that in therapy later or something. I don't want to have to do that. Anyway, that's guns. Knives. Have them close. Pepper spray. Tasers. Uh, there's so many ways of self-defense. Uh, batons. Baseball bats. 
Don't be without something to grab and have that thing within reach, okay? Within reach right now, boom, someone's breaking in. I'm holding a big ass knife. Boom, someone's breaking in or something's going on outside. Got my pepper spray. It's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty simple, okay? Now, if you're going into Canada or something like that, I'm gonna have to stop in Michigan, stop at my mom's house, drop off all of my weapons and controversial items and leave them with my mom in her garage in a, in a box somewhere because you can't cross the border with those things. You can't cross the border into Mexico with those things. It's just, uh, it's just how it is. If they go through your van and you're going to Mexico and they find a gun, you're in a lot of trouble. You're gonna be in jail for um, a little while. So don't do that. Got it? <laughs> just don't do that. Put your stuff, store your stuff away if you're crossing over. That goes for pepper spray. That goes for large knives. I've got axes in here. Where are my axes at? Oh, there's one right next to the giant knife. Nice. I got a little pair of scissors that'll literally cut your fingers off. Chop, chop, chop. Super sharp kitchen scissors I've got. Um, and then, you know, you, you may have to rely on yourself. You do. I mean, learn. Take some self-defense classes. Not only is it just good to know what you're doing, how to manipulate joints and bend limbs and everything and make people either pass out, tap out, or, uh, you know, <laughs> just be out. It's good to know that stuff, but it's also great exercise. It's a great thing to do. Uh, it's a great discipline tool. It, it eats up all your free van time if you really want it to. I don't do that stuff now because I'm super busy. I'm filming a movie. I got two podcasts. I own a television network with 40 different TV shows, and I'm building a travel app. Uh, yeah, let's go uh, kick things. No, I don't, I don't have time for that. Uh, but I don't even have time for a girlfriend. You think I'm going to break a sweat any other way? Eh. Anyway, it's... Uh, it is what it is, and uh, actually, relationships, love and relationships, I think that's going to be next week's topic. So if you want to get on the Facebook page, the uh, Living in a Van podcast Facebook page, please, I think I have an Instagram as well, just send a message, whatever you want to talk about, we'll read your questions online. I do have a few questions that were uh, from the last episode with uh, Tori Delory that we interviewed. No interview today, I didn't really do a whole lot of uh, reaching out, like I said, it's been a crazy crazy couple of weeks here in Colorado Springs and uh, I've been doing a lot of film work and a lot of just editing and stuff. I was on the road for two straight months um, full-time of course I don't have a house anymore and I uh, filmed over a hundred projects a lot of short-form TV shows you know the two to five minute TV shows that we have on a side TV plus full-length 20-30 minute TV shows. I filmed over a hundred product projects and uh, they were just sitting in the computer waiting for me to put together when I got here to Colorado Springs. And that's why, I, that's what I do. I like to travel for like two months or for a month and then find a place to park and just edit and get that done. Like travel for a month, park for a week. Travel for a month, park for a week. And it's also good on the, the vehicle to just rest. It's good for maintenance. It's good for uh, sanity. It's good to charge your batteries and have a place to plug in if you can find one. I got friends, thankfully, that I work with or have known or just friends all over the country. I'm very grateful for all of them. My buddy Brian Havercorn in Phoenix, thank you for letting me stay at your place for a week. My buddy Garrett Kuhn up in uh, Tacoma, Washington, thank you for letting me stay at your place for what, four or five days. And then uh, here I am at you know in Colorado Springs at my friend's business. And I've been here for almost three weeks. I got four more days before I head to Chicago and we start shooting this movie. Damn, dude. 
It's really good. And I've got, uh, I'll be staying with Eddie up in New York City here pretty soon for about a week. I'll be staying in Dallas with my buddy Mike for about a week. Uh, i got friends in Florida I'll be staying with for a little under a week. And then, um, man, there's this, uh, that was a motorcycle. That was not me farting, okay? If I fart, I'll leave it in and I'll laugh about it. It's part of van life, man. you got to smell your own farts. Uh, that's all life, though. It's all life. you definitely got to smell your own farts. But it's wonderful having a place to, uh, and we're going to do an episode in the future, too. About, and, and send me ideas for episode topics, because I want it to be topic-driven. I want it to be, uh, I want to have that kind of approach where we talk about, like, today's self-defense. Uh, last week was why I moved into the van. Next week will be uh, love and relationships, sex, love, and relationships. And, uh, you know, for the first three episodes, I, I got to do some, you know, popular stuff to get some eyes and ears on the product here. Uh, I think that um, if you got any questions, if you got any comments, uh, talk about your love life in the van. Talk about uh, why you're single. Talk about living, uh, traveling with your husband or wife and just give it to me. Give me, give me all aspects of it and uh, we will discuss. I don't care if we do 10 interviews in one, in one ep- episode. I don't care if we read, you know, 50 emails, whatever. We'll get through it. It's, it's an hour-long show. This has only been 33 minutes so far. So it's, uh, you know, we got room to talk. Oh, there's an airplane going over my head. I'm right by the Colorado Springs Airport. Hey, it's part of it. It's part of the adventure right there. I actually find it kind of soothing. Does anybody else find, like, traffic a little soothing or different kind of noises like that a little bit just kind of like, eh, you get used to it, and it kind of sings you to sleep after a while. Like I said, I got two uh, oscillating fans that are going to full time, and this is what they sound like when they're both on. Hang on. Put them on high. Uh, A lot different, isn't it? Maybe it is, maybe it is. And I don't know how this microphone's picking them up, but oh, that really feels good. It's a little warm. I don't know why it's warm. Complete overcast. It's like rainy. It feels really, I'm going to leave that on for a second. Okay, that's enough. So back to self-defense. I want to know, in, uh, in the comments, I do have a couple, uh, a couple things that people sent me about their uh, altercations that they've had and what they did and what they should have done. I got two of those that I'm going to read for you here in a minute. If I can find them. I kind of forgot about those. Ooh, U.S. National Weather Service has issued a severe thunderstorm for Colorado Springs. It'll be in effect until June 11th. Oh, till 9 p.m.? Nice. It's only 2 p.m., right? 2.20 right now. Awesome. That makes me very, very happy. I'm excited about it. I love, 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 love. And we're going to do an episode about parking, where to park, how to park, things, good things about parking, bad things about parking, different cities. That'll be in the future. But I love it when I'm camped out, whether it's stealth, whether it's in a Cracker Barrel parking lot, whether it's in a Walmart parking lot in the middle of the woods on the side of a mountain on Sunset Strip, whatever it is. I love it when it rains. Oh, the rain dancing, just dancing all over the roof. I was in a hailstorm two nights ago up in Woodland Park, Colorado, in a campsite, and it was just awesome. It puts me, it, with the wind rocking the van and the rain, t- t- tip dan- what is it? tap dancing, thank you, Brandon, on the roof, um, it just rocks me to sleep like a baby. It really does. And I, I pass out. It was like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I woke up at 6. Like, oh, my God, I just wasted my entire day. Like, what the hell? I was supposed to be editing. I was supposed to do this, that, and the other thing. 
This knocks me out every single time. I could be wired like I am now. Just completely wired, jacked up on coffee, whacked out on caffeine. <laughs> if it starts raining, I'm just like. <clears throat> God, I hope I don't snore like that. Man, maybe that's why I'm single. Do I really? Oh, geez. That came a little too easy. <laughs> like, I was just joking. I... <clears throat> oh, God. Imagine having to try to catch some sleep next to a grumping a growling bear like that, I mean, insane. Anyway, back to self-defense. I have, like I said, a couple of different things that I want to uh, read here that people sent. I put it out that we'd be talking about this today to a few people. And if I can stall long enough to find them, that would be awesome. Okay, there's one. Okay. I figured, I figured out how to use my phone now, so that's a good thing. Okay, this one came from Trisha. Uh, her and her husband, Joseph. I forgot what this was. Oh, this was in Austin, Texas. Uh, they wrote... Um, we had... Oh, jeez. You ever copy and paste something, but you accidentally copy and paste it into another sentence? So it starts off with like whatever was there before, then your thing, and then like at the very end is like the rest of whatever you copied it right into the middle. You like just transported like a whole space station inside of another space station. You don't know. Okay, anyways, let me get rid of this. Do, do, do. I know this is what you paid to listen to. You didn't pay for this, don't lie. All right, we had two guys bust our front passenger side window of our RV. They reached in and opened the door and started grabbing our backpacks from the front floorboards. We were asleep, but obviously woke up in shock. In shock? Like, isn't that a medical thing? I don't think you were in shock. You were startled. Okay. Anyways, I won't make fun of you, Trisha. I'm sorry. Um, we were in shock. My husband yelled, GTFO, which I'm pretty sure means get the freak out. Freak out. Do, 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 chic. La chic. Freak out. That's, I think that's what they meant. And they ducked out. But seconds later... They just reached back in and grabbed our bags as if nothing, as if they didn't care if we were there or not. We carry, but it was dark and he couldn't manage to uh, grab the secured handgun. Kind of like what I was talking about a minute ago. Um, he said later that he wouldn't have shot anyone, but he was hoping it would scare them. He yelled, we have a gun. The man replied, who gives a F, which again stands for freak out. Freak out. Uh, who gives a F? I do too. Ooh, that's terrifying. So we froze up and went to the furthest point in the back of the RV. Seconds later, they left. Even though it seemed like they were there for an hour, uh, it was only a couple minutes, maybe tops. Or it was only a minute tops. We heard another car shut two doors and then speed off. This happened at a campsite. Really? At a campsite? We paid to park in. All in all, it probably lasted a minute. Um, when the police finally arrived, probably, what, two hours later? Uh, and park security arrived. They took a report, and we have not heard a single thing since. Okay, I hope you were... Um, this was in Austin, Texas. We will not be going there anytime again soon. Uh, well, I hope you're insured, um, but your deductible probably would cost more than the actual window, which is bullshit. Insurance is complete bullshit. Maybe that's a future episode uh, where we just rip apart the insurance companies. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll cover everything if you pay us. I pay for this van. I pay $218. That's a freaking car payment for some people. 
a month for full insurance, you know, front, whatever. It used to be bumper to bumper. I don't even know if that's included anymore. It used to have all these warranties and everything. Who knows what it's, if I'm even covered for anything. All I know, and on top of that, I pay my business insurance, which covers this van. So I'm paying about 290 a month for insuring this and everything in here, all my business stuff. If somebody breaks in and steals my laptop or my Jackery or something like that, then uh, I have to pay $1,000 as a deductible, and then they'll write me a check. I'm going to admit this right now, <laughs> and I'm going to say it very condescendingly. There's no way if somebody breaks into my van and steals something, there's no way in hell I would ever go to somebody's garage or a storage unit and take everything out and say that everything was stolen. There's no way I would do that. Never. Me? No. That's, that's, that's dishonest. No doubt is dishonest, charging people 290 freaking dollars a month for freaking insurance that, you know, you barely ever use. It's just the case. Huh, and then charging a deductible on top of that. F you, insurance. And I like my insurance guy, but F him too. Anyway. Um, yeah, there's nothing you can do in this, insta in, in this instance. Um, Trisha wasn't asking me my advice or anything. She was just giving... Uh, a recap of what happened to her in Austin. Um, man. Yeah, these idiots. They're, they're idiots. There's idiots everywhere. They're in droves, man, and they know they're not going to get caught. They know that there are no consequences. Like I said before, zero consequences. Maybe we, you and I, you and I, all of us should just start a ring, man. We'll just hit, break into cars and steal people's stuff and then sell it at thrift shops and flea markets and everything. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Why not? We're not going to get caught. There's probably more money in it than what we do. It's ridiculous, man. And we can't shoot them, otherwise we go to jail. <laughs> okay, we can't defend our lives and property, otherwise we go to jail. Isn't that effing stupid? That's stupid. If somebody runs at you with a bat and you shoot them from 10 feet away, your ass is in jail for at least 20 years. Oh, I'm just going to let you hit me with the bat. Okay, now I can shoot you. If somebody breaks into your house, your van, your RV, whatever you call home, if somebody, your, your business, somebody just breaks in, you can't shoot them. You cannot shoot them. If they make a threat or a threatening motion towards you, and of course, after the fact, you can say they did, I would encourage it. Because that's one less piece of shit on the planet, but you cannot defend yourself legally. You cannot defend yourself legally. It's stupid. It's stupid, stupid, stupid. And there's different laws for different states and even some different cities. Like Denver doesn't let you carry guns around, but uh, everywhere else in Colorado does. It, it, it's stupid. It is so stupid. Every... Yeah. I have a gun that I hope never leaves that case unless I take it to the range, which I love going to the range with my son, just go shooting, it's fun. It's a sport. But no, you know, you can't defend yourself. If, if Joseph would have shot that guy, he would be in jail right now. Even if he didn't kill him, he would be in jail right now. I don't know how long ago that happened, but he'd probably still be in jail for defending his property. Tell that to the founding fathers and see what happens. And trust me, I'm not no conservative. Uh, oh, the founding fathers, tell the, 
Trump. No, no, I'm not that guy. I hate those people. But tell that to the founding fathers. They'd be like, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. Somebody just broke in to my log cabin and tried to steal my bedpan and all my linens for my children. I'm trying to think of things that would be in the 1800s or 1700s, you know. And they uh, tried to steal my horse and I can't shoot them. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> it's stupid, man. It's effing stupid. I got another story here. Uh, this one is from Jen. Is it Jin? J-I-N? Okay. Well, J-I-N, maybe I spelled that wrong. Jin? What's that, what's that short for? Gender? Gin delicious? I don't, who knows? I got into a fender bender in a parking lot at Home Depot last month. I admit, it was my fault. Moving around in a Sprinter van isn't always easy when you're surrounded by other cars. But this guy lost his mind about it. Accidents happen, right? Well, apparently, this guy has never heard of that phrase. I'm a 112-pound female who travels alone for weeks at a time. This giant, hairy, hairy man came at me very aggressively and started pounding on my windows. I thought they were going to break. Again, Jin, if Jin would have pulled out a gun and shot this guy for threatening her, Jin, Jin screwed. Lock her up, as the dumbasses say. Um, I thought they were going to break. I have a small self-defense pepper spray keychain that I keep in my... Glove box. Those things are useless, um, and they'll probably end up blowing smoke on uh, pepper spray on you. Up, oh, there's a Southwest, Southwest airline plane right over my van. I mean, they're close. You can hear that, right? They're, they are close. Okay, um, I have a self-defense pepper spray keychain that I keep in my glove box. I was so nervous, I fumbled it and dropped it, and it could barely open the box to begin with. He starts tugging at my door handles. Oh, this piece of shit as if he's coming in and just screaming at the top of his lungs. I'm glad your doors were locked. Um, I hate that, man. I had a, when I had my apartment, it's about four years ago, there was this drunk dude, this big, tall piece of shit. Yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Drunk asshole who lived two doors down from me. And it was like one o'clock in the morning, he's screaming in the hallways. Hey, yeah, man, yeah. I'm like, he woke me up. Really woke me up from a dead sleep. And I, I peek out the door. I said, hey, man, do you mind not screaming in the hallways at 1 a.m.? And he comes charging at my door. So I just kind of lightly close it, lock the door. And he starts tugging the thing like he's going to come in. And here's the thing. He's an old guy. And I love fighting tall guys because you can knock their knees out and they are done. They're worthless. Bring them down to your level and then chop them down some more. And I was sitting there like, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm, you know, I'm wearing probably just a pair of boxers or something and I don't I'm not in the mood to fight in my underwear dude you know I'm just and he's banging and screaming on my door and tugging on the handles and I'm just like I'm gonna kill this I'm just, <laughs> what do I do what do I do if I would have opened the door and shot him even if he was trying if the door wasn't locked and he came in and I shot him in the freaking head dead idiot my ass would be probably still be maybe just now be getting out of jail after, what, five years? All that time lost. You know how much stuff I've done, amazing things that I've done in five years? Over this guy who's a loser, a drunken loser, who's not even on my radar or in my freaking universe, this guy is what I'm going to throw away five years for or more? Probably more. Anyway, Jen, um, 
Sorry I got away from your story. Uh, he's screaming at the top of his lungs. Thankfully, a couple of other customers and a Home Depot employee came up and tried to calm him down. Eventually, the cops came, and I admitted my fault in the accident and then told him about his reactions. I truly felt threatened for my life. I completely froze up, and I, did, I couldn't even operate the glove box. No one really thinks about that. On a side note, thanks to Jared from Home Depot in Jacksonville, Florida. You're my hero. Um, yeah, shout out for Jared in Jacksonville. Here's a little shout out for Jared from Jacksonville, from Jen. She says, thank you. You're my hero. We're going to play There Goes My Hero from the Foo Fighters. There goes my hero. Watch him as he goes. Yeah, that's, that's, you know what? I could do that. What am I doing this van life crap for? Man, I should be a radio DJ. There's no better job. Not a DJ, the guys who push buttons and play other people's music and call themselves rock stars. No, no, you guys are lame. DJs are lame. I'm a musician my entire life. I've been a drummer and a singer. And these little bitch DJs took all the jobs because they'll just do it for, eh, do it for a hundred bucks, whatever, while they're paying us thousands. And you know what, though? You suck. All you are is a light show. You're a light show and a bunch of buttons. Yeah, I can do that any freaking day, all day in my sleep. That's not music. You're not creating anything. You're pushing buttons. That's me hitting a button once. Anyway, back to Jen. I hate DJs. Um, I hate DJs I think they're rock stars. That's what I really hate. Like, I'm a freaking DJ, man. Look at me. I wear my freaking headphones 24 freaking 7, man. I wear a, a, a big puffy sweater vest. Yeah, I'm a DJ. Yeah, I got weird nerd frames on with no lenses. I'm a hipster freak, baby. Yeah, I got freaking neon lights in my hat. And I push buttons and play other people's music that they had talent to make. I have no talent. I'm a DJ. Pay me 125 bucks. I'll come to your wedding. Boom. No. Nope. 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 Loser. Hate him. Uh, Jen, I, I hate that this happened to you. Uh, maybe learn how to drive your sprinter, Jen, and none of this would have happened. Jeez. They're not that big. It's just a big van. I don't know. I don't know how long you've been in a sprinter, but... They are pretty big. <laughs> I had a, I rented a, uh, one's passing me right now. I rented a uh, Ford Transit from Hertz one time. It said Hertz on the side. I was like pissed off about it. I'm like, great, I'm a driving billboard for Hertz. I just wanted to be a van lifer and, you know, go across the country in it. And I did, and it was great. It was my first van life experience up to, uh, from Colorado Springs up to Olympia, Washington. I had a great time. I really did. Slept in a van. It was wonderful. Um, but yeah, they're, they're a little cumbersome to move around in small places. So I can imagine a little fender bender. Um, I wonder if she's telling the truth on that. Like, she may have just demolished this guy's car or whatever. He may have had, like, children in there, and he just lost his mind. I can get that to a point. But if the person is really apologetic, I'd calm down immediately. I don't think Jen, a 112-pound girl, not that that means anything. Again, anybody can kick, kick anybody's ass. If Jen went out there and this savat kicked this mother freaker in the face, uh, he'd probably back up a little bit. And if she hit him in the button, boom, he's out. So Jen, don't, don't short side yourself or don't short. Uh, what am I trying to say there? Don't short yourself. There we go. <laughs> just, just stop right there. I'll keep it short. Don't short yourself. Uh, but yeah, I mean, only do that in self-defense. 
None of the things I'm saying should be in offense. None of it should be in self-offense. All of it self-defense. All the weapons that I have in this van, I will never touch unless I need them for a practical reason, like chopping a tomato or something with my big knife, which I have done, and I cut my finger, and that thing is sharp. I was in um, Jacksonville, Florida, of all places, yeah, uh, with my friend Laura, and I dropped her off at the spa thing. I went to Whole Foods, and uh, I forgot what I was doing. I was cutting up dinner for us. I had a van dinner date with her, and it was fun. And then the... Uh, uh, I nicked my finger with this very knife that I'm looking at right now, and that son of a bitch bled out. I have a first aid kit in the back that I uh, opened up, but I was doing it with one hand because my other hand's completely covered in blood. Now I was trying not to get it all over the, the first aid kit and everything, and I was trying to undo the buckles, you know, the little front things you got to slide over and open it up, and all of the Band-Aids fell onto the pavement. So I'm sitting here with a blood-covered hand. Have you ever tried to pick up a packaged Band-Aid or bandage, you know, the little sticky bandages? Um, Band-Aid's a brand name, I know, but still, a Band-Aid. Have you ever tried to pick one up off of hot concrete, like a pavement, like in a parking lot? It's impossible, especially with one hand, and I had hundreds of them laying out. So it took all day to get that done, and yeah. That's my bloody finger story. I know you needed to hear that. But Jen, um, I'm hoping that you are uh, okay. I'm hoping that crap never happens to you or any of you ever again. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of stupid people. I'm sick of the fact that we can't defend ourselves. I'm sick of the fact that we can't just carry whatever we want to carry to defend ourselves around the country as long as you're not a criminal or a child molester or mentally unstable or any of that good stuff, of course you should not have guns at all. If you're a piece of shit or you're mentally unstable, you should not have guns in your life. If you have a criminal record, no guns. Legally, of course they're going to get them. Of course they're going to get them. My gun story, here's my stupid gun story. I was at the Denver airport. You see where this is going already. I was with my son flying up to see my mom in Detroit from uh, Denver Airport. Um, usually I bring, when I flew, which I don't fly anymore because I have a van, take my house with me. Um, but usually when I would fly places, I would be flying places to film. I uh, <laughs> normally carry my big backpack with all my camera equipment in there, and I just stuff clothes into that or whatever, or, you know, take another one. My son had his little backpack. So we, we go through security. Everything freezes up. I'm like, oh, crap, everything just broke. Great, how long is this going to take? You know, I'm copping a little bit of an attitude. It's 3 in the morning. We got a flight to get on to. And I always get to airports, like, way too early. And there's a reason for that, because I never miss a flight. But, um, yeah, I just uh, <laughs> didn't realize that I, the backpack that I did grab just to put clothes in had a loaded, uh, 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 what is it, uh, loaded uh, 38 in there, fully loaded hollow pit point bullets, the whole thing. Couldn't get any worse, right? So I'm arrested in front of my kid in the middle of Denver airport in front of everybody else. I'm, like, I'm humiliated because of my son. I don't care about the other people. But uh, being arrested in front of your son in handcuffs and being led through the airport is one of the lowest points of my life. And this happened a year and a half ago, about two years ago. Lowest points of my life, man. I, I'm, I don't even like to think about it, to be honest with it. Anyway. My son was cool with it. He's always been cool with everything. He just, he, I think he thought it was kind of funny. He knew it wasn't an, on purpose. I wasn't going to shoot up the plane. The cops knew that as well. Um, everyone was cool, except for this one cop. 
uh, this black cop. Uh, not that that matters, but I'm just saying he. Uh, there was three of them. One was black, one was female, one was white. Whatever. The black guy. He was an asshole. That guy was a piece of garbage. I looked out the little window in the door of the cell because they have a little jail at the airport. I looked out just to see my son. He goes, sit down. I'm like, don't talk to me like that in front of my son. That's what I said to him. I'm like, dude, I'm just checking on him. He's all right. Well, I want to make sure he's all right. I'm going to look at him anytime I want to. And I'm getting pissed at this point. That was the only negative about the whole thing. I made my flight. Uh, I gave that cop some dirty looks after they ran my record and realized I was clean and everything. There was nothing, you know, I'm not a criminal. I just made a mistake. I ended up having to do 24 hours community service, which I did at the ReStore, which ended up being great exercise and a lot of fun. I still like that place. Um, and I had to pay like, what, $400 in fees and uh, I had to do a gun safety class. That's it. I was done with all of it in about two months. And yeah, I mean, it was stupid. It was my mistake. I even felt up that backpack. I felt it up to make sure there was no knives in there. And it was in this little secret pocket. I had the backpack right up front. It's my new uh, gym bag with all my you know, toothbrushes and shaving stuff and soap and stuff in there. Um, it's that same gym bag. And I, it's, when it's, now it's a gym bag, same backpack. I, I just made a mistake, you know, and they, they knew that. They knew I wasn't there to shoot the pilot and take over the plane and, you know, run it into freaking the ground or something. No, I'm not. No, they knew that. But they still had to arrest me and do that. But the case has been dropped. It's completely sealed. It, it doesn't exist anymore. And thankfully, it doesn't exist anymore. It's something you don't really want on your record. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm stupid. Um, not that it matters. I work for myself. I live in my van, and I'm kind of as off the grid as I can possibly be uh, legally. So, yeah, kind of is what it is, right? <laughs> I mean, shit. I, um, oh, that was dumb. That was really dumb. The worst part was just being arrested in front of my kid. That's something nobody wants to do, um, especially when you just made a stupid mistake. It's, I've never, I'm not an asshole. I don't break laws. I don't, again, all of these weapons, I hope I never have to use on anyone I don't even step on ants. If I see ants under my feet, I'm like, oh, and I go around them. I just, I'm not that guy. I'm not, I'm a very pacifistic, peaceful person until, you know, these assholes bring it out of me and I hate them. I hate, I hate feeling like that. I hate that whole, Brandon, you need to calm down feeling. And I've never been like, I'm definitely not an abusive guy. I've never been in an abusive relationship. I've had some of them, but not from me, <laughs> Valerie. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, <laughs> did I just say that? <laughs> I probably should not have said that. Uh, anyways, I'm not going to edit it out. I don't care. She doesn't listen. Nobody that knows either one of us listens, but yeah, she was a piece of shit. Uh, but I wish her the best. That, that, that's what a decade and a half ago. Who cares at this point? But still, she was very, very, uh, awful, but none of these weapons I ever want to use on a person in self-defense. Definitely never even in, in the conversation of using them for offense. But please, people, please defend yourself. Go out, see what you're allowed to have. Look it up online. Talk to a cop, whatever you got to do. See what you're allowed to have. If you're allowed to have a gun, get a gun, okay? I don't want to have a gun. I don't want to have to have to have a gun. I don't want to, but I do. Okay, I'm fully armed right now because there's a lot of other dipshits out there with nefarious uh, reasonings to have their guns. Mine, the reason I have a gun is because they have a gun, and I'm a damn better shot than most of them, okay? I will, 
I don't want to, though. I don't want to have this gun in my car. It's like a black eye on the car. I hate it. Ah, damn it, man. I don't want to have any of this stuff. I don't. I don't want it in my car. I don't want it in my life. Do I like to shoot guns? Yes. Who doesn't? Of course I do. But in the range, you know, in the woods, where I'm allowed to just have fun and get good at it. I had a great time when I was in the U.S. Army. I loved it, shooting the M16s and the saws and the, and the 50 cals and everything. It was a blast and throwing grenades. And I was a missile launcher and an MLRS. Are you kidding me? I shot, I could, wipe, I could wipe out small cities with that thing. Thankfully, I never had to. Defense, 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 defend yourself, please. I don't want to hear about any more people, uh, van dwellers or, you know, nomads being robbed and being defenseless and being killed. I don't want to hear about it, man. It, it just sucks. It sucks. But you have to fight to defend yourself. You have to fight the system just to defend yourself. I sound like Alex Jones, don't I? Gotta hate Alex Jones. And you know what? If, if there's one time I would be on the offense, not with weapons, with these. Yes, it would be if I was in the same room with Alex Jones, I would beat the shit out of that big toe looking piece of garbage hate that guy but i'm also have to agree with if he says this that you have to fight the system just to defend yourself and that is stupid but defend yourself either way i've been to california with my guns and i've kept them very well hidden in this van they're gonna have to rip this thing apart to find them trust me i've been to almost every state with my guns and they'd have to rip this thing apart to find them but when I'm in states like Colorado right now, where I'm very much legally allowed to have it, it's going to be sitting right there. I don't care. But in those other states, you're damn well. I had the pepper spray, the tasers, the knives, the axes, the scissors, everything else. Very handy and very within reach. And I suggest that you do the same. My name is Brandon Bishop. You've been listening to Living in a Van, a van life podcast with Brandon Bishop. And I really appreciate you listening to uh, what I have to say about this kind of stuff. Different topic every single, ne- every single week. Be a part of the discussion. Look us up on Facebook. Look us up on Instagram. Living in a Van podcast. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll link it in the description. I don't even know how to do that stuff. But find us. Do it. Subscribe. Listen every week. Next week, we're going to be talking about sex. Oh, baby. Love. Oh, baby. And romance. I mean, love and romance is kind of the same thing sex love and romance romance is kind of like right that middle ground between sex and love right anyways i'll I'll keep it on there um because romance is like dating and stuff you know maybe i'll just say dating i don't whatever the hell i call it it'll be that topic about your love life your love life ladies and gentlemen your love life when you're living in a vehicle i don't have one (laughs) i've not been on hardly any dates in this i've had one date in this van i did not score there's not enough room to do what i do baby Mm, in this van oh i destroyed this van the the doors would fall off the windows would shatter the roof would get blown off the caravan i'm kidding i mean maybe i'm not i mean i'm all right i know what i'm doing i know i know but i it would be a lot of pain you ever had sex in a shower I imagine it would be like this, but you can't stand up. Uh, yeah, I can't stand up in my van. I have a caravan. I have a minivan, people. Um, 
those of you out there with the Sprinter vans, the Transits, the Pro Masters, and all those lovely giant things, yes, I'm jealous of you, and I imagine you can have sex all day long in those things as if you're in any different kind of house or whatever. I'm jealous. I want to have sex in a van. I want to have sex in this van. Nobody will have sex with me. But we'll talk about that next week. I love you guys. Uh, go to Asai TV. That is my television network. It's at asytv.com. A-S-Y-T-V.com. ASYTV.com. You can also find us on Roku, Amazon, and Apple. Um, five bucks a month. My whole life's work. That is it. That's how I make a living. And we will be talking about making a living on the road in a future episode as well. Check out the Asai TV Van Life, which is on YouTube. That's free. Just subscribe for free. It's hit the like button for free and all that good stuff. Um, the ASY TV Van Life. That's the YouTube show that shows everything I do. It's basically every freak, all the van life stuff, personal stuff, work stuff, behind the scenes stuff. Um, not everything I do. I'll go back to the sex, love, and romance. Yeah, no, it's none of that, especially because I'm by myself when all of that happens. I'm definitely not going to film that. Nobody wants to see that. Oh, even though I send it to people all the time, they always reply like, dudes, please stop sending me this. Um, that's a lie. That never happens. Um, <laughs> what else do I want you to do? Um, just... Subscribe to this podcast. Join the conversation. Find us on Instagram. Find us on Facebook. And uh, we shall talk. Enjoy your van life, people. Talk to you next week. Bye.